Welcome to Drinking Bros, presented by GhostBed.com. Sit back, relax, and grab a fucking drink. What is up? Welcome back to the Drinking Bros Sports Baseball Show. Joined, as always, by Dan Holloway. Baseball is back. Baseball. It's fucking baseball yeah. season. Fuck March Madness. A lot of stuff. Well, I like, the, I like March, they're March both, Madness, too. They're both nice. But yeah, baseball is going pretty well. Um, the lockout is over. The yep. lockout ended, what, a week ago on the day you predicted? Yes. Well, it wasn't like it was the exact. Well, yeah, it was the exact day. Right. Yeah. But that, I mean, that's just capitalism. You know what I mean? <laughs> the owners already lost so much money in 2020. They were going to lose more now. Do you, do you think it would have gone longer had 2020 not had COVID not happened? It's possible. Yeah. Uh, or all the bad press that they were getting. Uh, so you, you saw the re- early reaction to some of the bad press was they were feeding headlines to people like the AP ran a story. Uh, Justin Verlander shows up to un- to union meeting in his fucking Ferrari. Like, right. Okay. He makes $40 million a year. Right. A Ferrari is $275,000. Yeah. Like the owners are billionaires. Uh, I w- here's what I would love to see. Um, I would love to see the first proposals from both sides, from the team, or, or from the Players Association and from the fucking owners, and see where they ended up and see who moved more. Right. Because if I had to guess, I would say the players probably moved quite a bit more than the owners did. Yeah, there was one big thing. We're going to talk about it later. There was one big thing the owners moved on, and that was that they wanted a 14-team playoff. Mm. We're getting a 12. Um, I assume that is a certain like massive amount of lost revenue for the owners. It just Not that much, because the other two teams were just going to be a one-game playoff, right? Like, How much money could it be? I think, or they were gonna, or it was gonna be shortened playoff series. So right? the new playoff series, and we'll get into it more. They're all, th- it's like the COVID playoffs yeah. essentially, or what's gonna happen now. So they're all three game series, all at your home mm. park or whatever. Um, but in general, how do you think the lockout shook out for everybody? Um, <clears throat> I think it, uh, I think it worked out the worst for Freddie Freeman, <laughs> and I'll explain why in a few, but. Uh, yeah, I think it the the owners looked really bad. Yeah. This this one because it was a preemptive lockout, like they they didn't even they they never negotiated in good faith at any point. Mm-hmm. And so I think the players got kind of lucky on that. Uh because it's and it, and it, whenever it goes public, it uh casuals are always, you know, like, oh, fucking millionaires fighting billionaires, who cares? <laughs> right. All right, cool, man. You know, if you were a professional athlete and you were uh, in the top 30% of the talent pool, not the top 5 or 10%, but the top 30%, you probably spent the first four or five years of your career being severely underpaid. Yeah. Right? And then uh, the organization moved you up or down to suit their own purposes for fucking service time and all that shit. So not only were they fucking you over on pay, but also on how long they could fuck you over on pay. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So uh, I always side with... Uh, uh, the the workers over management, right? Because fuck management. The only thing that drives me crazy that I that I get a little, uh, I guess, um, sympathetic to management on to the owners on is even though I know they're full of shit, it's not even sympathetic to them. But man, like, it is really, really hard. And usually, this is not the case in sports to find unbiased coverage of 
labor disputes. Yeah, for sure. Because the fucking reporters are just, I mean, they're op- they openly root for one side of the negotiations always. And I'm really like, I, I don't really have a, a vested interest, like a stake. I'm not like, yeah, man, the owners, their business. Like, but I'm, I just like look at the information and I'm like, I really have no idea what to think right now. So I kind of just tune it out. I'm like, I hope it works. Let me know about the, like the rule changes and shit. Uh, but that's always like a frustrating thing for me on Twitter because yeah. it's, it's they just like dunk on the owners and shit like that. By the way, did we not blame Pat Mahomes enough for this lockout? Yeah, well, uh, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't. I just, it doesn't seem to me that any of the things the players like the players weren't asking for uh, much. No, like really, they just wanted them to stop fucking around with service time. That was, right. the, I think, if they had done that out of the gate, the players would have capitulated on everything else. Yeah, to be honest, but service you know. time and then um, how often they can uh, go up and down. Yeah, which is a which is a huge rule now because people think like, oh, well, dude, the fucking minimum salary in in the MLB is you know like four hundred thousand a year. That's not nothing. That's a good fucking salary, mm. but you don't. That's a weekly rate. Right, so like, if a guy spends ten days in the majors, he gets paid for that ten days in the majors. Then he goes back down to AAA, right, and my, and gets like a Home Depot salary. Yep, like sixty five thousand a year. Yeah. Well, if it's AAA, it's more like a hundred. But yeah, if it's if they go down to AA, then it's quite a bit, uh, quite a bit less than that. Yeah. So I, yeah, hockey's got rules like that. Like you sign a one way or a two way contract, and once you have service time. You, they can't ever put you on a two-way contract again. Mm-hmm. And even when you're on a two-way contract, there's a limit to how many times you can be sent up and down. And, and it's for a reason, right? Yeah. But I'm glad it's over. I think the players got most of what they wanted. Um, mm-hmm. The players were actually against ex- over-expanding the playoffs. Uh, yeah, of course they were. Why wouldn't they be? I mean, it's just like a fucking shameless money grab. Right. But why, what, would, what would the players' interest be in not expand playoffs because seemingly i will say uh it's a good place to uh, make some quick money in terms of uh make boosting your own value because uh, i don't think like performing badly in the playoffs i don't think has ever really hurt anyone's value certainly it wasn't costing clayton kershaw money for no. example uh but exploding over the course of two weeks yeah has boosted value for I, sure i think from the perspective of people who are in the playoffs on a regular basis uh adding more games mm-hmm. that you have to win is like look at lebron james nine of the last 10 finals he's been in right yeah something like that i think it's nine of the last 10 and every four you go to is an entire season added to your fucking yeah so he's done two additional seasons uh to his to what he's done you know in the regular season that's a lot of fucking time and we've seen it happen with a lot of teams in basketball, especially, but also in baseball with the Yankees in the 90s and shit. At some point, it's like they were so good for so long. But, yeah, they were playing all these extra games. Now pitchers started getting hurt. Yeah. Fucking dudes uh, like uh, Teixeira would come out and hit like 160 for the first two months of the season when he yeah. was there after a couple of runs, right? Because people are fucking tired, yeah. man. It's a long-ass season. That makes sense, especially for pitchers. Yeah. Um, no, that does make sense. Um, but – all right, let's get into some. Uh, the off season didn't happen for most of the winter because yeah. they weren't allowed to, and then shit <clears throat> fucking opened up. The lockout ended, and man, the fucking moves started flying. And especially for our boys, the world champion Atlanta Braves. Yeah, uh, 
we'll get right into it. Freddie Freeman was never going to stay in Atlanta. Like, he made his decision before any of this shit happened. Uh, I think, like, if they had offered him a year or two ago, he would have. But I think once this season hit and he was on the last part of his contract or whatever, because he was on record in, like, 2019 being like, I want to retire here and all yeah, that yeah. shit. Um, but I think once, once it kind of hit this year and he didn't want to negotiate during the year and stuff mm-hmm. like that, I think he was uh, fine with the idea of not. No, not, not just fine with the idea. Like, he knew he was leaving Atlanta because either that or he's getting led around by his dick. Right. By his wife. Like, because those are the only two explanations. If he, if he indeed wanted to stay in Atlanta, the offer they made him, which is, according to uh, uh, baseball reporters, was five, the last offer they made was 5150. Yeah. Right. So, 5150. In Atlanta, playing in in Georgia, the take home is one hundred forty one point three seven or point three eight million. That would yeah, be so his five percent state income tax. Five five point seven five at the top bracket, which is what he would be in. Now the contract that he has in Los Angeles, he's going to make three million dollars less mm-hmm. with one more year of work. Right, right. So he's either. I mean, maybe he just wanted to go home. He is that's, from Southern California. For, and that's fine. I don't give a shit. But I never got romantic about you. If you listen to previous episodes about this, you'll remember. I, don't, I didn't get romantic about this because I didn't think he wanted to stay in the first place. Like, I think he, it, 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 he just wanted to fucking move on. Like, when you're playing video games, you're like, oh, I'm tired of playing for this team. I'll go play for the other one. Yeah. And that's essentially what it was. He didn't give a fuck about the other players on the Braves or the organization or any of that shit. It was all about him this whole time. That's my opinion. It's a fucking bummer to see him go. I don't wish him any ill. Like, all right, that's what you want to do. do. That's what you do. Fuck him. No, I, I mean, I wish him ill when we're playing him, but otherwise, I hope it's uh, 350 with 50 home runs and zero with zero against us. Right. Yeah, uh, especially in the playoffs. And we'll get into the, the Freddie Freeman part of this a little more, um, but the Braves, uh, before Freeman signed, they kind of realized he was gone or whatever, pulled off a pretty big fucking coup. Uh, signing Matt Olson, well, trading for Matt Olson, and then the next day signing a guy who's four and a half years younger than Freddie Freeman to an eight-year, $168 million deal. Yeah, so now uh, through the 2024 season, they have uh, Acuna, Albies, Austin Riley, Max Freed. Uh, uh, fuck, I got to look at the roster to remember all these dicks' names. Uh, Max Freed, Olson now. Uh, Ian Anderson and one other person, like a one other core person, I don't remember who it is, locked up through is through twenty twenty four. Got a four year deal, I think. Yeah, but that he? was a year a year and a half ago. Yeah, no, that was after the. Oh no, it was three. Season. It was three and one. So he's got this year, next year, and then an option. I okay, think. but yeah, I mean, so maybe that is twenty four. Uh, yeah, but they the core of their team is locked down to very team friendly deals. Insane for a while. So next, uh, like when Charlie Morton probably retires after this year. Mm-hmm. And then they have $20 million to go find a starting pitcher with. You right. know what I mean? Like, they're in a... Anthopolis is the fucking best general manager in baseball. It's, I don't know that there's a question about that anymore. Like, the, his last <clears throat> six months as a general manager mm. have been in fucking sane. Yeah. Uh, between the Olsen coup... And by the way, I know a lot of people... Uh, and it's understandable to think this if you don't watch the Braves closely, being like, dude, they gave up two... Top 100 prospects for Olsen? I don't know. Christian Pache was not a top 100 prospect. He was literally. I, I know, but... 
Right. I've seen him play and probably I've seen him play in the majors and minors quite a bit. Yeah. He's he's never going to be able to hit. He elite defensively. Yeah. Maybe if you if he was the starting center fielder for the A's tomorrow, might be the best defensive center fielder in baseball. Could be, yeah. Yep. But yeah, can't, can't hit. hit. Uh Shea Langeliers, that's fine. I mean, he's a catcher, but he's already like twenty four and all that shit. Yeah, I mean, how much longer are we gonna wait on him? And to be honest, I think that uh uh, Contreras is a pretty good catcher as well. Right. Like as far as having a guy that's young on uh, as a backup to Darno for for the next couple of years, I don't think we're in any real danger. Well, and Anthopoulos has proved pretty like especially adept at grabbing catchers. Yeah. Um, between Darno and Flowers, and he's mm-hmm. put a really interesting. Um, he's pretty and adept. McCann too, for that matter. He yeah, put, he, he bring him back, brought him back. Yeah. He he is really really into framing. Yeah. Uh, now Darno's more of a bat than a fra- than a defensive catcher, but even Darno's pretty good at framing. Yeah. And I think the Braves are, are also, I think, gotten to the point where they're good at teaching catchers framing. Mm. However, though, like they they really go for frame guys. Yeah. Because Flowers had no bat, and no. McCann's bat was pretty much dead. But they're stealing strikes, mm. fucking ten times a game, maybe. Which more- is very helpful with a relatively young rotation, right? Because uh, you don't get those borderline calls as much as a veteran would. And it's you got to assume. Unless there's injuries, uh, the Braves will have eight guys with 20 home runs in their starting lineup, at least, right? I, it I mean, could be all nine. I mean, all of them in their last full seasons hit 20 home runs. Yeah. Uh, Darno is the only wild card there. I don't know uh, if he, I don't know if he'll get the at bats to do it unless they're rotating him through DH as well mm-hmm. when he's on his, because he is a good bat. Um, but he's never played more than 112 games in the season, so I don't know if he's going to get there. But everybody else to include Swanson, will probably hit, unless barring some kind of weird injuries or some shit, will probably hit 20 home runs a lot. Yeah, there's a lot of home runs on swipe. And then I, I think I, I texted you this the other day, but um, Olsen's uh, hit chart or batted ball chart laid yeah. over Truist Park because he played in the maybe the most pitcher-friendly uh, stadium in the league yeah. in Oakland. Uh, and I, I think like he had like 30 outs that if laid over Truist Park would have been home runs. Yeah. Now, granted, people will probably pitch him a little bit differently in Truist than they will yes. in Oakland. But uh, you know, I, you got to assume quite a, a few of those are mistakes. And he also hit 39 home runs. Right. So you're, I mean, you're you're talking probably about 50 home run guy. Um, and he's going to be, you know, it's not like he's going to be alone in the lineup. Not that he was in Oakland necessarily. They had some pretty good talent over there, but not like this. Like, he didn't have Austin Riley and Marcelo Zuna behind him. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you can't bring in a lefty anymore just to face one guy. Mm-hmm. And you can't bring him in. Like, let's say the lineup is Acuna and then uh, Rosario, who also came over, right? Yeah, we have Acuna, Rosario also resigned. Yeah, Acuna, Rosario, and then Olsen. Like, you can bring in a lefty to pitch to those two guys, sure. But he's got a pitch to either Acuna or Austin Riley, and those dudes hammer left-handed pitching. Right. So you're in a fucked-up situation out of the gate. And if you bring him in on the tail end of that, then and and he has to stay. If you only bring him in, let's say you get Rosario out, and you bring in a lefty to face Olsen, now you've got to go Riley Ozuna, who also both fucking hammer. Right. You know what I mean? Or Albies if if they're flip flop. Yeah. Like all those guys hit left-handed pitching really well, and then you got Duvall behind them. It's this pretty serious lineup. I think they need some more help in the in the rotation. They do. I kind of think the rotation's a little light for, especially for a hundred and sixty-two mm. game season. I mean, I think I like if they make the playoffs. I like, which I think they should. I especially now with the expanded playoffs, it'd be insane if mm. they don't. Um, but I like the rotation for the playoffs. <laughs> They've got all that set up, but they need. They don't have right now what I would 
confidently call a great regular season rotation. No, I mean, if Soroka was back, they would have a, a great rotation, I think. Because you, you have to assume, unless he's broken mentally and Noah probably comes back, mm-hmm. uh, he, he's that, that kid's been good at every level. He just fucking broke his hand on a dugout wall like an idiot. But um, you got to think he's going to... He's going to come back. And I, they're probably not done. They still have money to spend. They've got at least 9 or $10 million left to spend based on what uh, right. they were talking about publicly about their available cap space and shit. So not cap space, I guess, but just how much money they have to spend. We'll see. Maybe they go after um, the top two starting pitchers for Oakland. They're both <laughs> being dangled right, right now. So Let's send Oakland some more either, shit. Yeah, either one of those guys. I mean, those two pitchers, both under – I think they're both – under 25 both sub four eras with plus wins last year mm-hmm. for a team that wasn't great you know what i mean yeah, they're like, good. oakland's okay but like it's not like they were getting bailed out a lot right um yeah we'll see um and then what was your thing oh and then they beefed up the the bullpen as well and probably not done but meanwhile freddie freeman signed with the dodgers um Maybe the most obscene lineup I've ever seen in my life. As much as we were talking like a minute ago, like, oh my God, this Braves lineup is fucking nuts. This Dodgers lineup is, it, it's, it's a, like an all-star team. Parts of it are. The only, well, I mean, the, who's the worst hitter, A.J. Pollock or Will Smith? And Will Smith's the catcher? A.J. Pollock is not good. Cody Bellinger has hit 239 and 162, I think, in his last two seasons. So Bellinger is a big question mark for Justin sure. Turner, his OPS has dropped dramatically. Oh, in each of the last four seasons, it's gone down dramatically, and I think now it's 100 points less than, what it, than, his, uh, than, than it was five years ago, and it's also below his career average, Yeah, right, which is not a good sign for an aging hitter. Turner's probably done. Pollock is not that great. Pollock? Pollock had a 137 WRC plus last year. He, he had an a, what I would consider to be an outlier season, right? He's had he has those from time to time. He had one in Arizona where he hit like uh uh, uh he had like a seven and a half, six point eight WAR, yeah, or something like that. But other than that, he's been pretty mediocre through his career. Maybe he's with all this around him, it makes him better. I don't know. He's probably Can't gonna make him worse. No. <laughs> No, uh, but I, Justin Turner, Chris Taylor's a career two sixty hitter. Like I don't give a fuck about that guy. Those all those dudes though are still like rough abs, and even with that though, I mean like the top of that lineup. Is, yeah, I mean you're you're. If, and if when I say the top, I mean up to like sixth. Yeah, if I if it's me, I don't even. I don't have Mookie Betts in the leadoff spot anymore. I put Trey. Max Muncy up there. Or Trey Turner. I think Trey you know Turner. I mean? uh, well, Trey Turner had his best. He he started leading off with the Nationals, and when they moved into three, that's when he really started fucking okay. getting better numbers. But They don't steal anyway. so No, they're not going to steal anything. But I, Muncy's on-base percentage is going to be like... With, with If it's Freddie hitting behind him, it's going to be like four fucking 20, 430 probably, something like yeah. that. So, so what, you got um, Muncy, Freeman, Trey Turner? Yeah, uh, unless you want to go right, left, right, left. But again, we're, in, we're not... There's no more single-use specialists anymore. You know what I mean? Yep. So you can't bring a lefty in for just one guy. So I guess it depends on who your number nine guys. It's probably going to be AJ Pollock or, or Will Smith. Uh, or, well, it could be Chris Taylor. I mean, or, if you wanted to yeah. turn the lineup over like that, he's also really good at hitting left handed pitching. So that might put, uh, put the kibosh on some of that shit. But yeah, I mean, uh, uh, Muncie, Freeman, Turner, Betts, that's a pretty good fucking lineup. Right. I, that's. 
Also, uh, everything I, after that is, a, in, in my opinion, is a question mark. But it, if it does work out for him, and it never does, right? Anytime a team's like, oh, this is going to be the best lineup of all time, two or three of them usually get fucking hurt or, or don't perform. But if it does work out and everybody has good seasons, it's going to be fucking super dangerous. Yeah. Uh, and then also <clears throat> a thing to note about the Dodgers. Um, I don't know how Trevor Bauer's not back this year. Uh, I still don't understand he has been charged with anything. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't, if, if I'm him, I'm fa- filing a lawsuit against the Major League Baseball Players Association for agreeing to shit like this. Yeah. Like he's got a, he's got a good court case for them denying him labor. He at this is, point. I mean, look, whatever you think of the guy and his weird uh, stuff, mm. <laughs> um, both like on social media and obviously with this woman who the fuck knows what that was all about, but like, it does not seem that the union was on his side solely because it would have been bad. Like, they objectively did not defend a person they were supposed to defend. Yeah. It's yeah. not a good situation. No, they fucked him over big time. Yeah. Like, no matter what you think of what happened, <coughs> like, you need to do your job legally. Like, he needs to be given his due process by the people that are supposed yep. to help him get his due process. And he doesn't seem to have fucking gotten it. Yeah. Yeah, he he definitely didn't, and their rotation is pretty light. I mean, their number three slotted guy is Tony Gonsolin, and he's he's a spot starter, long reliever. So at best, uh, I don't, I didn't look this up, but what's the situation with May? Because remember, he hurt himself early yeah, last he, year. Yeah, he got a full yeah TJ. So he's like that's eighteen months. So he probably will come back mid season. Okay. If I had to guess, I'd have to look it up, but I would if guess mid season. Dustin May is Pennywise <clears throat> without makeup on. Yeah. Uh, he's got a really funky delivery and it's probably going to lead to more elbow trouble down the road. So I'm not too terribly concerned with him. Yeah. To be honest, uh, Trinan is a fucking stud. Uh, Gratterall is a stud, although he's wild in the strike zone sometimes. And you yeah. notice that when the fucking ball goes 450 feet in the other direction. Right. Uh, uh, but yeah, they're, they're balancing everything on Bueller and Urias uh, right now. And maybe Bauer, maybe Bauer. I, I don't think if, if I were him, no fucking way I would play for these guys again. Yeah. Not one fucking prayer. But, you know, he's a lunatic, so who knows what the fuck he's going to do. Um, it's not inaccurate. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, man, the fucking Dodgers <laughs> look pretty loaded. Uh, other stuff we got on, too, but I want to get back into kind of uh, some of the stuff that came out of the lockout, and that is the uh, MLB rule changes that are going mm. on. Yeah, again, I, don't, I still don't understand the fucking bases. That's the one that's weird to me. So yeah, that one of the one of the rule changes is bigger bases. Presumably, I guess you could say there's two reasons for this. The main reason that jumps off the page is to um, get more. I guess steals would be part of it, but also more safe calls keep men maybe just on base longer, right? I so think it's, it's got to be more of the latter. I, most of the people caught stealing aren't because the base isn't another inch and a half longer right. on one side. I mean, it would right? make a tag more difficult right if you could get out further to one side it'd make the slide I, easier I, I i get technically yeah but like then you just adjust where you throw the ball yeah or, or where right. you stand and receive the ball right I, I just that that one's weird to me there's got to be some fucking reason for it maybe uh big base got involved <laughs> somehow what are bases made out of uh fucking iranian oil i think i don't yeah. know um, <clears throat> yeah, I don't know about that one, but the universal DH is something that people have been begging for since the DH was created in the fucking first place. Right. Cause nobody wants to watch pitchers hit. Although they were up until the early two thousands, 
there were a ton of fucking purists left in baseball. Like, no, the National League pitchers hit. So I liked that for a while because there is an added element of strategy to the game. Because the fucking Braves are really good at having, or they've historically had really good hitting pitchers. Right. That's well, why. Really good bunting pitchers yeah, and suppose. stuff like that. Well, Glavin was a good hitter. Yeah. And uh, Mike Hampton, but we only had him a couple of years. Yeah. Well, they were good at handling the bat, <laughs> however you want to. Uh, call that. Um, oh, we got what? Iowa Richmond full screen, dude. I'm fucked if Iowa loses. Is this really? Is this twelve five going to happen? Fuck that shit. Um, I think I have Iowa in the final four. Also, Georgia State and Gonzaga are tied right now. <laughs> Georgia State's winning. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Jesus Fuck Christ. Yeah. Um, That's hilarious. But the, the the rule change that made me okay with the universal DH is the minimum three batter rule for the reliever. Yeah. Right. So essentially, because if you had a universal DH and some motherfucking manager can just change the pitcher every yeah. single batter, people, like, do you, that's you, gross. Yeah, you would carry uh, like your team, no pinch hitters, two defensive replacements, and then all pitchers. Right. Like you'd have probably fifteen or sixteen pitchers on your roster. It's fucking gross. Yeah. Like I don't want that. Nobody I, wants to see that. And and it just it adds a level <laughs> of strategy that people want to see. Right. Like they want to see a little bit of a chess game going yeah. on. And so that keeps that there, and I'm fine with that. The big one, well, actually, I'll, talk, I'll, say, I'll say the cool one first and then the big one. The cool one, and I think this is like a toe-in-the-water situation, home run derby to decide the all-star game if it goes to extra innings. I like that. I love I, that. I mean, be, remember, what, what year was that? Like 2004 where they just walked off the fucking field with, with a tie, tie game or yeah. some shit? I don't remember. I think it was like 2004 or 2006. People were like, uh, what the yeah. fuck? Because baseball is the only sport where the all-star game is real. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you pitchers are still throwing 97 mile per hour, 91 mile per hour fucking sliders and shit like that. Right. And you still are trying to hit it. There's right. no way to fake that. Like you can't play lax defense. Uh, I mean, I guess in the field you can, but not between, yeah. not where most of the action happens. Yeah. It just doesn't happen. So you probably, well, and the weird thing is though, is that in baseball is like this weird situation where, the defense is still showy, but not so physically taxing like in football where you yeah. don't want to do it. So, like, you'll it still. sprints. Right. You'll still have dudes, like, you know, uh, throwing the ball so hard from the outfield that they fucking flip over trying to get a guy at home. You know what I mean? Like, they want to highlight defensive mm. play type of situation. Everybody wants to be in the fucking sports center top 10. Right. But you don't, like, if you're in, in basketball, that's about getting a big dunk. Or and, big Because no, nobody's playing defense, though. Yeah. Right. In the all star game and in football. Nobody watches the fucking Pro Bowl anyways. No, you're not and, and, and you're not no one's gonna hit stick Pat Mahomes. It'd be fucking funny. <laughs> uh but yeah, that's that's I mean uh Pete Rose did it at the Ray Fossey, right? And the fucking yeah. like ni- he killed Ray Fossey. Like the seventy four all star game or something. Yeah. Fucking went head first in and broke his thumb and the dude never really played much after that. Yeah. Killed he killed a guy. Yeah. Pete Rose killed a guy's career. Um Pitch clock, I'm fine with that. So, yeah, I think it's I, 19 seconds with no one on yeah. – or 14 seconds with no one on base, 19, 19 seconds so, with, a, yeah. with someone on base. Yeah, and then there's – people have been reposting this video lately of uh, Nolan Ryan being his own pitch uh, uh, clock enforcer, right? Uh, I haven't seen that. And that is if uh, – there's actually a documentary about Nolan coming out sometime soon. Uh, no, it's out at South By. Actually, made, oh. by, made by a friend of mine. Is it actually out? Yeah. Where can I see Facing it? Facing Nolan. It's out playing at South by right now. I'll have to check. Bradley. I'm not going to go sit with other people. Okay. I'll, 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 I'll check where it's from. Yeah. Bradley Jackson, uh, he used to make videos for Total Frat Moves sometimes. Oh, cool. he's, a, he's a really, really cool guy. Um, he actually did a movie, the funny aside on that, he did a movie a couple years ago 
with uh, a bunch of dudes and and or not dudes cast members from SNL called uh, it was originally called Intermural and mm-hmm. it was just about like a college intramural team. And he's a funny story about how the uh, studio made him change it to the title to Balls Out. Oh boy! So that people would think it was like a raunchy teen comedy. I was gonna stupid. lose. Yeah, it looks like I was gonna lose. Fuck, this is bad. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, anyway, it, like Kate McKinnon and Jay Farrow and stuff mm. were in it. It was a funny movie. But anyway, yeah. So he made he grew up in Texas and made this uh, facing Nolan documentary. Yeah. Well, there, there's part of the documentary that people are posting clips of is when you take too much time or try to dig in. Uh, yeah, they're done. Oh I my was done. god! Uh, whatever. I knew there was going to be a five twelve. Um, whenever you would dig in. Like, or take too much time in the batter's box, he's throwing at your hips. Yeah. And if you do it again, he's throwing at your head the next time. <laughs> uh, so that's, I, I think all these rules are kind of silly. Like, if you let, the more, the more that the league takes uh, jurisdiction of, over what happens on the field away from the players, the worse things t- tend to get. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, so we'll see how this works out. I mean, it's, the pitch clock has worked in the minor leagues. Uh, and the bigger bases also have apparently done that, but I don't know if it's like what they do? just encouraging per people to run, run more. Yeah. Maybe I don't know. I, don't I know. do think the bigger effect will be that it keeps people on the bases longer. Yeah, like just in terms of it'll be harder to throw someone out uh, from the outfield. Like it'll be harder to get an outfield assist at like third base or yeah. something like that. Um, so who who knows? But uh, oh man, what are they up six? Yeah, yeah. need a literal three here from uh, God. Damn just it. shoot it from there. Fuck it. Also, fuck Fran McCaffrey, or not Fran McCaffrey, Fran McCaffrey's kid for that shitty foul. Wow! You're not going to give a foul on that? Time out? Okay. Um, what do you think about the shift ban? Uh, well, the shift ban is just that there's no short field anymore. Right. You're not uh, playing the roamer. Yeah, so I'm fine with that. Three guys, or uh, at least four people have to have their feet on dirt, mm-hmm. I guess. Technically, although some second baseman and shortstops play all the way back on the grass sometimes. Right. But, um yeah i think that's fine i'm fine with that too. honestly like i i, I want to see people do things that come naturally to them i want to watch freddie freeman go into left center field i want to watch uh marcelo zuna flail and fucking pull an outside ball as a line drive over the left field right. fence somehow i don't know how and honestly i'd like to see a really fucking talented middle infielder with great hands mm. snag, snag yeah. balls you know yeah. what i mean like what i, I, what I don't want to see is uh like left-handed power hitters bunting i don't want to fucking see that and neither do you for the same for the same reason you don't want to watch some dude grapple for five (laughs) five minute rounds with no fucking end like nobody wants to watch that stupid bullshit well you and you also don't want to see like a power handed uh power left-handed hitting hitter like freddie freeman just for example rip a ball into the hole only to be fielded like a ground ball 30 feet in the outfield and thrown to first yeah. base like fuck that and if you do do that uh like just play your outfielder short yeah fuck you if you want to do that like yeah. goddamn. you know what i thought would be what another thing that would be good if they really actually do want to increase base running or stolen bases is uh, uh pickoff limit like yeah you, but then you, you know right you get two two an inning no or two, two per two runner? per guy on first for each at bat, or like I could throw over twice, a guy strikes out that I could throw over twice again. Or I just, think that's I think that makes sense. Maybe I don't know that that that's getting a little too granular for me. That's fair. But I, the shift thing, I, it's not about it not being fair. Like I agree that if the rules were to stay the same and the shift was what it was, 
then yeah, you got to start going the other way. Right. You got to start bunting. And I, but that fucking sucks. That brings the game down. Remember David Ortiz bunting to get on first base and then Ozzie Guillen making fun of him? Yeah. Like the wheelchair thing? Yeah. Oh, oh, he got fouled there. He did. Oh, man. That's in. That's in. Shit. We got a game. We got a game. Foul. Now, what? How do you not have a dude on that big ass dude and foul him? You're going to foul the guard. Like the tallest guy on the floor got the ball. Attack yeah. him. And he just missed a free throw, too. Like physically assault that man. Oh, boy. And that cost you like 10 seconds. And too. his name is like Gustafsson or something. Probably a Russian. <laughs> Need to sanction that guy. Uh, also, game 163 is gone <coughs> because of the expanded playoffs. That, should, that never should have been. That was like a lazy like thing to do to be honest like well, i never play to get in yeah that's okay. st- stupid so that brings us to our next thing like the- you're telling me you can't move the season you can't move the postseason two days why right to have like a fucking actual winner take all like maybe oh well the reason is because so it's because of the expanded playoffs <laughs> yeah i know they're doing it right now this yeah. is the way oh, they should have done it this okay, is the way okay, they should have okay. done it in the fucking first place okay but I, maybe the players were super against that for the reasons we spoke about earlier but yeah, I, I think that was stupid. That w- Taking away game 163? Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, that brings us to the expanded playoffs. Uh, 12 teams will get in now. Yeah. Still the six division winners, and then wild cards fill out the rest of the, rest of the bracket. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, I, the, the problem in this setup for me is that the two best teams get buys. That's four days without baseball. That's not good. Yeah, and they're it's t- actually five days if you include the day between yeah. the end of the regular season and the playoffs. So they do they are trying to limit the time because even they understand that rest in baseball isn't necessarily mm-hmm. a great thing. Um, but yeah, it's what do you think of the pros and cons of this of the twelve team? So the for the first round, the two top two seeds in each league get a buy. I mean, we're seeing one of the good parts right now, which is upsets, right? Mm-hmm. Like, look, you make it to the game and lose. Then that that was a nicely run play, just didn't work out for him. That's Iowa. Okay. Is it? Yeah, it was a good play. They just didn't make didn't the shot. Uh, yeah, I think you're seeing it with Iowa. Iowa's about to lose to Richmond five twelve. You always see a couple of five twelves. Richmond's the worst twelve too. Which uh, yeah, is wild. yeah. Uh, we always see at least one of these every playoffs, and I, I would like to see it in the. I, I think it's a good story. It's a good story that a fucking nine, uh, a nine and seven football team has won the Super Bowl before, mm-hmm. right? Like that's interesting to me. Yeah. So. Uh, do you, well, I mean, then football is a good example too because you're specifically you're pretty much referencing the New York Giants. Yeah, uh, and they won basically because of one super elite unit. Yeah, right. The defense, yeah, defensive line yeah. in particular. So you're going <laughs> to see a lot of people. I don't know, maybe just hoard bullpen and. Well, think think like about that. the Braves now. Like the situation the Braves are in, they might be depending on when Soroka comes back. They might be a little light on starting pitching, and depending on how Oscar Noah comes back, and blah blah blah. Uh, but I, I mean, look, honestly, they got Morton Anderson and fucking uh, not Morton Anderson, right. Morton, comma, Anderson, comma, and Freed. <laughs> uh, and those three guys can get you through the playoffs for sure. Yeah. Do you even bother? Like, who gives a shit if you win 85 to 90 games so that's the and still make the playoffs? Right. And also, if you're a team like that that has uh, a, a, you're running a three man rotation through the playoffs, you definitely do not want to be the number one team in the league. Why you know is that? Because, I mean? uh, well. Good play, good play. Yeah. Uh, because you don't have that 
go, going down the stretch when teams have those smaller rotations, usually guys will pitch like three innings mm-hmm. in their last start, which means it's going to end up being uh, uh, a, a while yeah. between real starts, unless you're in playoff contention or whatever and things are coming down to the wire. But that's usually not the case, like right. in, in, especially if you're one of the better teams. So I think having uh, like being sharp, having pitched recently is better for people when pe- people pitch better on three days rest than five days rest usually like four days rest is the three, you mean three days and six days because five is the normal rest yeah, or is it four yeah. days rest? Yeah, well four days rest is you're every every fifth day yeah okay unless yeah, there's yeah. an off day but so five or six but you usually pitch better uh not as long into the game but better on short rest than you do on long rest yeah, yeah, and it's, yeah. a, it's a matter of sharpness right yeah. so if you're one of those people that could pitch around not being sharp that day if you're if you throw gas you know what i mean it's not that big a deal but if you're greg maddox like him on long rest usually didn't work out it was yeah so you know and what we have here we have morton who throws gas but then you have ian anderson and fucking max freed max freed can get it up there to 97 but his sweet spot is like 93 95 mm-hmm. that's where he throws his best pitches and that worries me uh but i don't think the braves are going to have that problem uh like well the, i they're, they're, they're well I, I still think that they're they have the worst manager in the league <laughs> I, I think he's horrible at fucking managing a rotation but yeah uh anthopolis is the best gm so right and that, well a, a lot of these changes really o- now have put a lot more emphasis on the gm than the manager yeah like the, the gms become way more important than the manager has it's the billy bean days it is um <laughs> how do you think this will affect the uh trade deadline now, because now that twelve teams can get in, which means I mean, dude, like two thirds of the league is going to be competing for a playoff spot. It's going to be interesting in the media, especially to see like if a borderline team. So I mean, the Braves were not even yeah. They, we were a borderline team this last year. It used to be like there were eight, maybe ten teams total in both leagues, like mm-hmm. out of the whole league. So one third of the league is probably they're they're buyers because they're going to the playoffs right. probably, and then you have two thirds of the league not. Now you have. 12 possible teams plus the two or three teams, 12 teams total plus the two or three teams that at are, least. that are at least that are in contention still. Right. That's half. So you've gone from two thirds of the talent pool to half of the talent mm-hmm. pool. It's going to be a much less active trade zone unless <coughs> like Oakland's got these two starters. The entire starting pitching free agency is still waiting on them to decide if they're going to trade those guys or not. We'll trade them now. Yeah, they're definitely going to trade them. Right. But let's maybe wait to the deadline. People yeah, yeah. are more desperate. Let, let's say they get to the deadline and, the, and Oakland is in contention. They're one of the six best teams in the American League, which is not out of the question by any stretch of the imagination. They find a way. They... The, the Yankees and Red Sox are pretty fucking weak. Neither one of them have any pitching at all. Yeah. Uh, by the way, that signing, I, I I'm out on Rizzo. Yeah. That is a weird that's, one. That's to bizarre. Chase. Now, granted, I've heard, I heard that Freeman didn't want to go to New York. Yeah, he was definitely not. Like he didn't. He was. He, I think he was down with Boston if mm. L.A. didn't come calling, but he he wanted no part of the Yankees. Yeah. Well, uh, Houston's still good. They'll probably resign Correa. Uh, the Rangers have made some strides. I don't know if they're there yet. Their pitching's pretty pretty light. <coughs> um, but it's not out of the question that Oakland would be one of the top six, or let's see. Let's just call it eight teams. Let's say they're two games out. Right. And they're the eighth team in the league. Does Billy Bean then have the balls to fucking sell when he's that close to making the playoffs? Right. You know what I mean? So it's not just 
12 to 15 teams that are getting eliminated from the potential fucking uh, uh, seller list. It's, it's over half of teams now that aren't going to be sellers. Yeah. So I really don't know. This, it's going to be really interesting, mm-hmm. honestly. Because we, well, we've seen that before. We've seen teams that aren't that far out of contention. And they're like, yeah, we could probably make it to the playoffs. But if we do this, this, and this, then we can definitely make it for the next three to five years after. Right. I still think you're going to see some decisions like that, especially from uh, organizations that are small market, like uh, not the Pirates. They have no chance. But like Oakland, the Twins, maybe. Yeah. Uh, teams like that will probably still be dealing, mm-hmm. I think. Maybe even, uh, I don't know. I, honestly, I think St. Louis is getting close to a rebuild. Real quick, we're going to get into uh, championship odds on uh, for you know all the, all the best teams in baseball. But before we do, we got to talk about where we make those bets. And that is at mybookie.com. Do you love sports? How about making money? If you answered yes to either of those questions, then MyBookie is the place for you. Not only does betting with MyBookie make every game more exciting, but when you sign up using the promo code Bros, your first deposit is instantly doubled up to $1,000. With thousands of bets to make on all your favorite sports, there is no shortage of ways for you to win at MyBookie.com. On top of having amazing lines and props, MyBookie is also home to several exclusive contests and promotions so that you cannot find anywhere else. Get off the couch and get in the game with MyBookie.com and turn your love of sports into your new side hustle. Uh, head to MyBookie.com today and use the promo code DRINKINGBROS to get your first deposit instantly doubled up to $1,000 and start winning today. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie.com. At some point. They're getting a little old. They're getting old and they've got a lot of top-heavy contracts right now. Yeah. So They don't... Uh, rebuild a lot though no they've they've been they've been pretty consistently good for the last 20 years yeah to be honest since, but, the, since the start of this so they were they were great in the 80s they were awful when i was growing up in the 90s the 90s they were fucking terrible until yeah. mark mcguire got there even then they were still kind of a mediocre ball club yeah they, i mean they made the nlcs in 96 and <laughs> that was their only playoff appearance yeah. that decade yeah from 89 to 2000 they made the playoffs once yeah um but the 80s, I think they were bad in this. They kind of went on and off a decade. But, like, yeah, the last 20 years, they're always there. I also don't understand Chris Bryant to the Rockies. What the fuck? Like, I don't understand what they're thinking. And I don't know. Like, why, why not just keep Trevor Story? What is at way less money? Chris Bryant thinking? Uh, home runs, I guess. I, I don't know. You're 29, dude. Like, go. Yeah. I guess you already got a ring. Like, what is yeah. he, And an MVP. What does he care? He got a ring with the Cubs, too. <laughs> right. Which is like, that counts for two or three, probably. Yeah. But, uh my guess is he's going to probably play two years in that contract and get traded, right? Yeah. Like, he'll be a deadline deal sometime in the next couple of years. Yeah, he'll be a nice asset. Because it's not a terrible contract. It's just weird for them to spend that. They could have just kept Trevor Story, right? It's the same general production right. from the two guys. Why would you fucking... I mean, I guess Bryant plays more positions, but if you're the Colorado Rockies, you're not looking for a fucking swing guy. You know, you're looking for core lineup people. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're not looking for a guy that can play. That's a utility Especially infielder. a guy whose production's been a little sketchy yeah. the last couple. Yeah. And there goes, down goes Iowa. Yeah, that's a good one. I've got, I had Iowa into the Elite Eight, I think. I had them in the Final Four, so that's tight. Yeah, I had them, in, I had them playing Auburn in the Elite Eight. Yeah, tight. <clears throat> um, and then real quick, before we get to ads... The, probably the biggest news in baseball, uh, New York Mayor Eric Adams mm. says it's time for a woman to play baseball professionally in the MLB. I've read the rule book. 
doesn't mention any of that. There's nothing against There's no that. rule against that. No, As a matter none. of fact, we had Josh Peck on. Our, he's going to be on s- Monday Sunday, night? Or, oh, yeah. Monday. Yeah. Episode Sunday, 1000, yeah. Sunday night. Uh, somebody's getting a Hillary Clinton tattoo. Uh, and then Monday night is Josh Peck. Uh, and he was in that TV show, Pitch. Oh, was he about, in that? Yeah. I don't remember what character. He was in like five episodes of that. Um, dumbest shit of all time. Yeah. Because if any, like there's no, there's, there aren't any women out there throwing 95 that are just like, can't fucking get a tryout, man. Right. Just can't do it. Like, no, well, if you were fucking chucking gas, people would be so all over you. The premise of that show is, I never watched it, but they did, I did see a couple trailers for it because I was curious about it. And they did actually mention in the show, thankfully it wasn't like, they didn't abuse your suspension of disbelief as hard as you kind of thought they would. Um, the whole point was, and I actually kind of buy this hypothesis to an extent. Uh, was I she a knuckleballer or something? She wasn't a knuckleballer, but she, she threw like <coughs> some gnarly off-speed pitch. And I actually, ironically, I don't... Spin rate, bro. You're not getting it with a slow arm. Right, so... That's why it's weird that they didn't just make her a knuckleballer because there's no spin rate with knuckleballs. Well, there's a lack of spin rate, I guess. (laughs) Right. So it is kind of ironic to me that he said that because, A, it's really fucking stupid. But if there was one of the four major professional sports in North America that a woman could break into... It's definitely baseball as a pitcher. As a knuckleballer. Yeah, and that's the only fucking way. Yeah. Uh, I think you should get a a spider tramp stamp now because of this Richmond win. (laughs) Yeah. I didn't have them winning. I mean, I didn't have Iowa winning at all. I wasn't on the show yesterday like, fucking Hawkeyes, bro. Fran McCaffrey over the hump. Final four. It's going to be a wild year. It's going to be a wild year. That's what you had them as. It is going to be a wild year. There's going to be another 5-12 later today, too. Who's that one? Uh, Fucking uh, uh, Indiana is going to beat SMC. Uh, St. Mary's? Yep. Uh, I don't know about that one. But I don't know anything. Dude, I can't wait till Houston loses. Houston is to UAB. Houston's got this. It's thirty five, thirty three. Gonzaga at the half. Need that. I need Georgia State to win that. I game. would. Oh my god! I how pick Gonzaga fucking, to win it all, and I'm fine with Georgia State beating Gonzaga. How fucking funny would that be? I, I mean, it would be terrible for those guys, but fuck them, right? Fuck, fuck them. them. Fuck Chet Holmgren. <laughs> fuck Drew Timmy. Fuck them. Someone on my Calcutta last night spent a thousand dollars on Gonzaga, so that'd be hilarious if they lost in the first round. That would be really fucking funny. Um. We got some World Series odds to talk about real quick. Okay. Uh, do you want to do ads first? We, uh, I'll do them in a bit. We can just I'll do them do, later. I'll do them after. You video viewers won't have to listen to this fucking bullshit. Yeah. Because I have a question about that, actually. Uh, I didn't want to ask it live. Oh, there. yeah. Good. Um, That's a good point. But World, <laughs> World Series odds, um, there's some, I mean, you know, it's kind of the usual suspects, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to run down the numbers, and I want you to just tell me what you think Okay. about each one. Dodgers are the favorite by quite a bit, <coughs> by like 400 betting whatever. Uh, Dodgers plus 500 to win the World Series. The only time the Dodgers were ever able to win, despite spending $230 million a year, was in a fucking bullshit like shortened season. Yep. I don't believe in that team at all, and they don't believe in themselves yeah. clearly. Right. Like, they clearly do not believe in themselves. Oh, we forgot to mention that Kershaw's still on the Dodgers. He's, he's back, yeah. I think... Uh, so they do have three, maybe four. The, the chances of uh, Kershaw, well, I don't think Bauer's coming back. But yeah, 
Bueller, Urias, and Kershaw, but Kershaw has only had one good playoff run. And it was, the and it was like three games out of the five. But it was in the shortened season. Yeah, it was in the shortened season. He, he gets tired too early. He does. So maybe if they keep him on the DL until like fucking June right. and then let him go, that'll work out for him. And to be honest, it wouldn't be the first time that's happened. Mike Hampton did it one time back in the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dallas Braden did it one time. Yeah. Just like signed in the middle do, of the season, there's somebody that, else. That well, that's kind of what the Yankees kept trying to do with Joba Chamberlain back in the day. Yeah, remember the Joba rules. Yeah, because he was fat, fat, as <laughs> fat as shit. He could only stay on his feet for a couple hours a day. Did you ever remember that story about the guy who's just some fat guy with stubble who was like, uh, like Joba Chamberlain, like kind of like good looking but fat, like not like super good looking but like mildly good looking mm. and fat. He kind of looked like Joba Chamberlain. It probably was Joe Chamberlain. He just went around fucking chicks in New York telling them it was Joe Chamberlain. <laughs> and they're like, the, well, you're a fat guy. I pretended to be Derek Jeter for a while. <laughs> you're like, man, you were really light-skinned. Uh, yeah, I, the Do- I don't believe in the Dodgers at all. I don't. I really think that's a bad bet. Yeah. That lineup is insane. That There's so many question marks with every ounce of that pitching. Yeah. it's re- That's terrible. Yeah. I mean, be, Bueller and Urias are fucking good. Uh I mean, Urias has gotten they, – they've had, I guess, mixed results in the playoffs. The shortened season, uh, Bueller was fucking lights out. But la- this past year, he got fucking rocked. He was 0-2, 5 ERA. Yeah. Uh, Urias, another guy in the 2020 season, even in relief, he was fucking untouchable. Because all these dudes were fresh. Because yeah. here's the thing. The Dodgers – have been an elite regular season team, yep. and they got to play those playoffs basically mm. like they were in July. Yeah. Urias in the 2020 shortened season uh, pitched in six games, started two, 4 0, 117 ERA, 0.65 whip. This year, four, uh, or la- last year, I guess, uh, one and one and two starts, four total appearances, 540 ERA. Yeah. Right. And it's the same in every other fucking playoff. He he only pitched in relief before uh, twenty twenty, but it's like seven thirty six a year. Right? He had one good year at twenty eighteen in relief, uh, uh, but then it's six thirty five a year. Right? They're not fucking. They're not playoff guys, man. I'm sorry. It's it, maybe it seems like a banal distinction to casual fans, but it, it it it's different. Yep, it's different. The fucking it's like playing. Uh, like the defense is better in the playoffs in other sports like mm-hmm. football. It's harder to score in basketball in the playoffs and shit like that. Uh, I don't know. I just don't. I just don't see the Philly or, or I'm sorry, the Dodgers coming anywhere close to this. I mean, I could see them winning the NL again, but it's just they always hit a wall. Yeah, in the regular season, maybe, right? And that might be. It might be time to have a conversation with Dave Roberts. You know, I honestly it might be time to have a conversation with their GM about how he's building the pitching side of things maybe but roberts is still the guy that manages the pitching staff yeah if you know clayton kershaw is gonna fucking suck if he has over 180 innings in the season then you've got to pitch him 170 mm-hmm. sorry yeah like i mean he's he's had one really good uh 2020 he was good four and one 293 era before that 711 era 420 right 444 382 i mean it's i don't believe in that shit yeah. I just don't. But uh, anything can happen. I mean, they could certainly win. With the talent they have, they could 100% win oh, yeah, the that's, World Series. They're, they're going to make the playoffs. Yeah. They're going to probably have home field throughout the playoffs. Yeah. Like they're, gonna, they're good. Uh, Braves, plus 1,100. Don't love it just because it's hard to repeat. That's, a too, that's too low for a repeat. Yeah. Like, I would want better odds. I might look at that again later in the season. Yeah. Like, if they get off to a slow start, because I don't care if they get off to a slow start. 
Like it's it, honestly, it might be better if they get off to a slow start. Right. Um, <clears throat> Red Sox plus twenty two hundred. Uh, that's not the odds aren't bad, but fucking their pitching is dog shit. And it was, I mean, you know, it was supposed to be last year. They got Rich Hill. They signed, I, they signed Rich Hill. Uh, Nick Pavetta and Nathan Eovaldi are both good. Mm-hmm. It's really just a matter of, uh, and I don't hate Tanner Hawk either, but it's really just a matter of uh, Chris Sale Yeah. and what version of Chris Sale you get. Again, he's probably the same type. Well, he, he just broke his fucking ribs, right? So he's on the DL now. Yeah. Chris Sale for like at least a month, I think. But, you know, maybe that, maybe that, it's a, that could help him too. It's yeah. a Kershaw situation, maybe. Um, I don't necessarily that. Here's one I hate. Giants plus 2,200. I don't know if they make the playoffs. I, yeah, the Giants, that was like Gosman's gone. He was the anchor well, of that fucking rotation. I think they upgraded. Who did they get in return? Redone. Maybe. Maybe. Because you got you to gotta count on Gosman replicating that. And I love Kevin Gosman. I really yeah. liked him when he was on the Braves. But Redone is, I think, the better pitcher. He Overall, yeah, for sure, yeah. Uh, let's see. Who else? They lost Bryant, and they picked up Jock Peterson to replace him who can only play one position and you know i like i like peterson better <laughs> if they make the playoffs brandon belt oh they're they're trotting out the same old like island of misfit toys roster they had last tommy Lestella, who's a brave uh although he's he's strung together a, a nice mediocre career over there to he's, be honest like he's done pretty well yeah, for himself he's he's Probably what made twenty million dollars mm-hmm. in his career, something like that. Evan Longoria is. He had a great year last year. Well, well, he had thirteen home runs. He was out for a lot. I think. Yeah. He's w, well, let me look at his. He was having a good year. Brandon Crawford just seems to keep getting better. He's like one of the most elite uh, shortstops in the league. Oh yeah, uh, especially on the defensive side. But every now and again, he has a great offensive year. But he had one last year, so it's probably not going to happen again. Yeah. He usually he's like one of those guys. Yeah, he's like fucking Bryce Harper. He has a great year, and then two down years. Yeah. Well, uh, he's, at least he's, unlike Harper, he's always great defensively. At least. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, so rough, Jastrzemski. Longoria is. had 13 homers in literally half a season. Yeah. So 26, uh, he had a 123 WC yeah. plus. Yeah. Wilmer Flores uh, missed quite a few games as well. He only played, he only had like 389 at-bats, 390, 389, 3, 389 at-bats. He still had 18 home runs. So they got some decent, it's like a middle-of-the-road team, though. Yeah, I'm well, now that the playoffs are expanded, I guess, you know, you get in there with Webb and Radone and, and whatnot, and, you know, maybe. It's possible, man, but fucking what is Alex Wood, and is he going to, is he going to fucking come in and bail you out in games i mean who they don't have those guys yeah. i met alex wood once at a bar in atlanta like hung out with him like you mutual friend we had a mutual friend mm. or whatever like it oddly one of the like you would i thought he was an accountant kind of nerdy yeah and also just like even the build like i he was cool but i was just like should have beat his ass yeah i thought uh, about it yeah. uh here's one i like <coughs> uh the rays plus 1400 yeah that's good that's good value like, I think that's great value for them. Yeah. They're going to win the East. Uh, yeah, there, there's talk. They, they might be the one seed. I, I, I don't know, man. The Blue Jays got a fucking stacked-ass lineup. They do. They do. I just feel like right now the Rays are in, like, God mode. Yeah, maybe. Where they just keep winning the, or the AL East, and it's just, I, I, I don't know how they do it, but it's fucking incredible. They signed Corey Kluber. We'll see if he'll make the comeback here that he wasn't able to make in uh, New York. I mean, if the Rays signed him, I would put him in the top three Cy Young yeah. finishers. Yeah. Like, uh, they, they were also in discussions to sign somebody else. I don't know who it was, but they've got Rosarino uh, and Wander Franco. Yeah. 
playing a full season together. I mean, they they got a good team over I, there. I will be excited to see the top of the division be Rays and Blue Jays instead of Yankees, Red Sox. Yeah. That'll be a lot more fun. Here's one that doesn't make sense to me. Phillies plus 3,800. I don't That hate. seems extremely high. It, it is. So, like, the really out-of-it ones are, like, you know, four digits or five digits, I mean. I actually don't hate the Phillies at plus thirty eight hundred. I don't either. That's I'm definitely gonna bet that just in case. Yeah, I'm gonna put a hundred bucks on that's that. That's what I'm saying. Like I, so they just signed um, what's this fuck the big fat guy Schwarber. Yeah. Um, so their their outfield is is Schwarber, uh, Veerling, and Bryce Harper. And that's they're, serviceable. They're not done yet either. No, they uh, need they need to sign another bat to DH. But Didi Gregorius makes uh, uh, has a good comeback year. You got Real Muto and Reese Hoskins. Those are that's a fucking really good lineup. And you got Wheeler and Noel at the front of your fucking rotation. Yeah, that's a pretty good team. Yeah. I mean, they've got they've got holes, but uh, so does your mom. You know what I mean? Oh <laughs> yes. No, I mean, look, dude, this is a team. I I really don't trust the Mets, and this is a team. Oh man, what are, where are the Mets? Plus nine fifty. They're one of the top teams. Do not. There's no fucking chance. <laughs> I don't give a shit if the Mets sign Jesus. They're not winning. <laughs> Even like I, I've been uh, on Twitter. It's maybe it's just because it's Twitter and it's a fucking uh, hellhole over yeah. there. But Mets fans are like, we're gonna find a way to fuck. It's like uh, uh, Randy Quaid in in Major League. Yeah, like we'll find a way to fuck it up, and you will. You're right, Mets fans. You will absolutely find a way to fuck that up. Dude, I, well, like, hold on. Let me run down their depth chart real quick because it's not as good as people think. So, all right. DeGrom and Scherzer at the top, fucking rad. Carrasco could be an interesting four starter. I don't know how much I trust Taiwan Walker to keep being that good. He can't stay fucking healthy. Yeah. And, and when he, you know, I don't know. And all right, great. So you have, there's your pitching. Let's just listen to these position players, honestly. Pete Alonso is great at first base. I yep. love him. Uh, does Robinson, is Robinson Cano allowed to play anymore? Uh, I don't know if he's even on technically on the roster. I don't think ESPN's updated all this. Because okay, yeah, they might not have. He didn't play at all last year because he was on a, a PED suspension, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, is he going to come back at age Dude, 39? So MLB still, I think MLB might be more updated. So Jeff McNeil is probably <laughs> going to be their starting second baseman. Cano's signed to a two-way minor league contract right now. Okay. I have no faith in francisco lindor i don't mind mcneil but he's a like as a utility player as an everyday guy like you you're, 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 getting, you're getting value out of him but nothing like you would yeah. uh out of him as a utility guy i'm fine with having him as an everyday starter if you're like hitting him eighth and yeah. you have a pretty like if he was an everyday starter on the dodgers great mm-hmm. uh or the braves for that matter they picked up eduardo escobar he hits fucking bombs yeah that dudes he, he's legit uh, he had like 28 combined last year between two teams. He's had 35 home run seasons. Uh, you're not getting a whole lot from him on the defensive side, really, yeah. to be honest. And that's, I mean, when you've got two great, uh, especially power starting pitchers like that, you want really solid defense on the infield. And I'm not sure they have that. They, like they Pete, Pete Alonso is pretty good. McNeil is a utility guy, so he's gonna be oh, he's gonna be good at every position, but not great at any of them. Right. You know what I mean? And Lindor. If he can stay focused, you'll get good defense out of him. But if his hitting sucks, it affects him on the field. Yeah. So and I, I, I don't know how that's going to go. He's rel- like getting older at shortstop. I, I just don't love him there. Uh, and then, honestly, even Starling Marte, like that was a pretty splashy signing or whatever. But like, what he, you know, like he has a nice WRC plus, 118 mm-hmm. for his career, 134 last year. But everything you're getting out of that is on base and stolen bases which is i mean yeah but you're gonna lead him off in this lineup for sure right yeah you would think so and you've got uh 
and and I just don't see a lot of like RBI dudes. What? Well, uh, uh, obviously, Escobar, Al- Alonzo for sure. Escobar, yes, and then uh, Dominic Smith has had flashes of that. Right. This is a lineup that just doesn't scare me. Like when no. you run your number one and two starters out against them, I'm not worried about it. No. Uh, no, Dominic Smith can drive and runs, but he strikes out. He struck out 112 times in 446 at bats last year. Yeah, that's too much. Um, but I do. I fucking love the Phillies. Uh, and, and I don't. I don't, love, I don't think they're gonna fucking win it. But the value, the value of that is way better than anything else I'm seeing right here. Another one I hate value wise: Padres plus 1200. Get the fuck out of here. No, I mean you're three months. We don't even know if Tatis Jr. is going to be back in three months. Right. You know what I mean? And what's that team going to look like by then? I, I honestly think that the Padres would have had a decent chance to sign Freddie Freeman if Tatis Jr. hadn't gotten fucked up. Yeah. Because they're the other Southern California team. Yeah. I mean, he's, he'd be fine with that. He, yeah. Freeman, ironically, grew up an Angels fan of all things. <sighs> he's like the only one right. that exists. Well, he got to celebrate a World Series, I guess, in uh, 2002. Yeah. He was what? I mean, he was a kid. Yeah. Probably in uh middle school or yeah. something yeah um astros <laughs> plus 1000 i like that i think that's fine we'll see that's i would, a little yeah. low i mean look don't make any of these bets i mean i'm maybe take the phillies one now in case they sign another big person so the because, phillies aren't done like yeah. from what i've heard they're yeah. in on solaire for example yeah. like i dude solaire would hit bombs i'm probably i'm probably gonna lay 100 on that today just in case but yeah i for the rest of these especially like uh the blue jays at 11 to 1 that's pretty good value the braves at uh, eleven to one, I don't like that's that. not good value yet. Wait for them to get off to a slow start, which they probably will, and then dump it. But uh, Philly's at thirty-eight to one. You're not going to get better odds than that, yeah. Honestly, and they're it, take it no, today. It's not thirty-eight to one. It's three hundred eighty to one. Uh, yeah, yeah. So it, don't don't no delays on that. Uh, no, because they could get hot and then those odds jump. Yeah. And the Phillies, by the way, have are typically hot starters. Yeah. So you're probably your odds aren't gonna It is that. not three hundred and eighty to one. It's three thirty eight to one. It is thirty to one? Okay. Yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm done. But the, the the Astros the Astros though at plus one thousand, ten to one, not yet. No. Because they're they might sign like what if they don't sign Carlos Correa? Right. Right if they're not able to or whatever. So right. he signs so he decides to go somewhere else, then they are fucked. Yeah. Like they'll still have a good team, they'll still make the playoffs, but they're not going to win the World Series without that guy. It's like the heart and soul of that team. Yeah. Uh I love the Brewers at plus 1800. Yeah, they're not bad. I think that's dude, they still out they're bringing everybody back and and they're well, except for Eduardo or whatever the fuck, yeah, but, but their uh, rotation's sick. They mm, feel like the they're type really of, good pitching, yeah. They they feel like the type of team that could make a move. I don't know that the Braves beat them necessarily if their dumbass elite setup man didn't break his hand celebrating their division title. Yeah. Yeah. Or if Christian Yelich could put the bat on the ball at all. Right. Well, that's a, that's a big question mark for them. Is he going to make, is he going to have a comeback year? I think the lack of a shift might help him. Uh, certainly will um, probably help. But I, mean, I just love their pitch. Like that, their starters are filthy. And the Braves mm-hmm. did not have an answer for their top three starters last year. No. Like we got into the bullpen. We were lucky that we got into the bullpen early in some of those games. I think the brew and if you want a good cross section of like likely not likely like they're definitely going to make the playoffs and also like pretty good odds. I think the Brewers mm. are your best bet out of all of those. Yeah, they're only weak in one position, in my opinion. That's uh, uh, well, weak. I guess is uh, not the right way to say that. Uh, Telez at first base is not playing a whole lot of defense. No, yeah, and that's for a pitching staff. 
you know, picking balls out of the dirt and shit like that. Pretty like, helpful. Yeah, it's super helpful. Uh, they they brought over uh, what's his nuts from the Pirates and then the Phillies. What the hell's his name? Uh, McCutcheon. Yeah, uh, McCutcheon's going to be their DH. Uh, I assume he'll probably get some outfield time to spell Yelich and Hunter Renfro. I don't know if you're going to see him in center field again at this point in his career. Yeah. Uh, but they got Lorenzo Cain out there. He's still one of the top defenders in center. They got a good team. Dude, okay, so here's another reason to bet the Phillies right away. I'm reading this. Uh, Phillies in on Nick Castellanos. Mm. They're trying to get in on him, and that's... I would bet that today then, because if they do that, then it's going to go to like 12 plus 1,200 probably. I, it's good. Yeah, it's going to get real high. I no. mean, it, it's going gonna, it's gonna to have itself, probably. Delco, you going to throw some money on the Phillies, 38 to 1? Nah. Bitch. <laughs> he's, he's emotionally hedging right now. This asshole is going to be so excited about baseball in like July. Oh, yeah. He always does that. Yeah, he's going to be like, here we go. Phillies are going to stink this year, then they're in the playoff hunt. Right. Like, oh, Phillies. You always do, been a giant Phillies fan. <laughs> you do remember him saying that exact thing about the Eagles, and then being like, let's fucking go when the Eagles made the playoffs? Yeah. Yeah, but I watched every Eagles game. That's the difference. You Nobody watches every baseball game, but you're going to watch. If they, if, they, if they get off to a good two months, you're going to start watching. Nah. Nah to your nah. I nah your nah. Yeah. I'll buy you an MLB TV subscription. Oh, it already auto renewed for the tenth, <laughs> for the tenth straight year. So yeah. I canceled mine. Yeah. Uh, I my debit card. I changed my bank so they can't they can't mm. do it to me. Thankfully, um, but yeah, that's uh, that's all the oh the Yankees are plus nine hundred. That's fucking garbage too. Flush that down. Yeah, the, the Yankees toilet. have no pitching. Yeah, flush that down the fucking toilet. They they have worse pitching than probably anybody else on that list. To be honest. Like the, it's it's only question marks after uh, Cole Garrett Cole. I mean, it's good lord, the fuck are they doing over there? And then Cohen spending all this money uh, in in uh, Queens and uh, Hal Steinbrenner's like, we're not in a spending war with the Mets. Like, first of all, nobody said you were, right? And secondly, maybe you should be, right? Since you've got a massive TV market, the money to pay for it, and your team sucks. You know what I mean? The fuck are you doing? And then. Uh, the other thing with uh, Adams that we didn't talk about is uh, letting baseball players who aren't vaccinated play in New York mm-hmm. from the home team. Aaron Judge is not vaccinated, and he doesn't plan to be vaccinated. Yeah. So it's going to be like a Kyrie Irving situation. Perfect. Love that. Yeah. By the way, another interesting factor on that, if you want to talk about Aaron Judge in particular, mm. uh, they'll be playing baseball games in Canada this year. They'll be playing playoff games probably in Canada this year. Uh probably deep into the al playoffs yeah yeah so if a player an impact player uh let's say the for example the blue jays make the world series and mm-hmm. they, pl- they play the dodgers yep when he's not vaccinated blake trinan yeah uh i wouldn't i mean if i if i were the league if i were the nba right now i would i would i would first of all i would not schedule another game in new york or california for that reason like mm-hmm. that that's fucking stupid and we're all done with this bullshit and if they're trying, like they're, they're, the league is affecting the outcome of games. That should never be allowed, regardless right. of what the circumstances are. It's just fucking dumb. Obviously, they don't agree with that. Canada sure as shit doesn't agree with it. <laughs> they'll, they'll fucking seize my bank account. Right. 
if they can get their I hands mean, on Canada, it. Canada, there's, no, there's just nothing you can do about Canada. That's just that just is what that is. There should not be a baseball team in Canada in the fucking first place. Why would there be? Like, is, oh, Canada deserved. Like, they don't deserve shit. Fuck Canada. Nothing more insane to me than people who still call for the Expos being re. Nobody fucking went there. The, you don't keep the uniforms. Let's move it to a different dope. city. I'm yeah. fine with that. But fuck, man. The amount of people that were like, we should bring the Expos back. Montreal like baseball. No, Their I, last I, I year, was a Braves fan. Yeah. I saw. I watched a shit ton of games played in that stadium. No one was ever there. The last year they were actually in Montreal, half of their home games were played in fucking Puerto Rico in a stadium the size of this room. You know yeah. what I mean? Like they were like, ah, eh, fuck this. Yeah. <laughs> we're not playing here anymore. Nobody went to see that shit. And I don't, I don't blame them really. No. Fucking that's not their sport. Why would they? Fun fact though, uh, that was Andrew Jones's favorite stadium to hit in because the batter's eye was obscene and it was like it was, quiet. Yeah, it was stupid. Um, but yeah, that's that's all the odds we got for this one. Who would you pick? We don't, we're not going to make official picks, but is there anyone off that list you kind of like like so far before all the moves are made? Uh, I mean, I like the Braves. It's hard to repeat though, to that's, be honest. It's more yeah. The more it's more just like does the coin land uh, yeah. know, twice in a row? Um, let's see. <clears throat> if I had to pick a favorite that I thought would have who, a, who should be your odds on favorite? I guess yeah. I mean, the Blue Jays probably okay. I really like the Brewers, and I think the Brewers are getting a kind of raw deal. Maybe. They, just, they need a fucking – they need somebody on their team that's had playoff success, and they don't, I don't think they really have that right now. Right? Not really. I mean, McCutcheon's been a couple times, but he's not done well, and he's been on shit. When he did make it, it was like that the one Pirates. year the fucking Pirates won the wild card or right. some shit. Um, <clears throat> the Blue Jays have Gosman, Barrios, Ryu all had great years last year. Uh, Gosman's moving to a new league, so he's going to see more dudes he hasn't seen before. Well, he started in the AL East. Yeah, I know, but he hasn't been there in a while, right? Yeah. Like three years or something. So he, he's it's going to be kind of a fresh situation for him. Um, <clears throat> and who else did, did they get recently? Um, Andrew Vasquez, yeah. Uh, which is, you know, not a huge... That's not a huge deal. But I, I think the Blue Jays are still players as well. Like, I could see them... Uh, they don't have any room in the outfield unless they're going to uh, do something fucking serious, which I doubt they would do right, right now. But Guriel, he's probably the one guy that you might be comfortable dealing with. They're not going to fuck with Springer. Who is uh, who is um, their D- DH right now? Teoscar Hernandez. It's like a two ninety eight header last year. Okay. 32 so home runs, I think. There's an interesting player floating around. He's not a free agent, but I don't think he's going to stay with his team. Wouldn't surprise me if... Uh, Luke Voigt moved from the Yankees to the Blue Jays? He can't be too thrilled. Oh, he's pissed. Right? I wouldn't be. Fuck, the guys, I mean, he's got to stay healthy first, though. He can't be too pissed either. Right. Because <laughs> he can't stay on the field. Yeah. Uh, Mars. Um, let's see. Texas Rangers. Yeah, I don't know. I, t- to me, other than Kevin Biggio... Uh, who, by the way, I think his career is going to be over pretty soon. He had a bad unless, year. Unless he has a, a, like a, well, he hasn't ever had a good year, really. Yeah. Well, he was, a, he was a big prospect, though. Yeah. Um, shortened season in 2020, maybe that affected his uh, uh, development or yeah. whatever the fuck. Uh, but last year was really bad. I mean, he was hurt half the year. He only got 250 at-bats, and the at-bats he had were not great. So uh, 
<clears throat> look for them to be buyers at the break and try to find yeah. somebody to come back. Maybe they get Simeon back from the Rangers who are going to fucking belly flop. That is a, I wanted to like be like, maybe the Rangers are a dark horse, but I looked at their roster yeah. and it's like they it's got bad. like two or three good pieces, Seeger and Simeon, stuff mm-hmm. like that. But yeah, it's not, they're not doing it. Yeah. I mean, I probably, probably not going to happen that they're going to sell him right. that early into his contract. Cause they, they just locked him and Seeger down. But man, I don't know. Don't know. We'll see. I I like the I like I like the Blue Jays last year too though. They yeah, did, they did all right. I I liked uh, Vlad Guerrero for MVP last year, but yeah. Shohei Otani fucked me by doing <laughs> crazy shit. Yeah, so. by being insane. Uh, speaking of those two, just real quick, Shohei Otani, Mike Trout. You will not hear their names really in October. They're not making no, not a chance. Uh, but yeah, that's all I got for the day on the baseball show. Uh, are we going weekly yet, or are we gonna give it like a? Uh, we're in spring. It's something cool happens between now and next week, which there's still quite a few unsigned people, Carlos Correa and a couple others. So yeah. we'll see about next week. But we'll have a big preview show uh, <clears throat> right before the season kicks off. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. It'll be that'll be the first week of April because I think the second week of April is when the season yeah. starts. Yeah, right? yeah. They only miss like the first th- two series, three series, something Actually, like that. Let me look. Let's see schedule. Nope, regular season. Yeah, April eighth, I think is opening day. Oh, perfect. <coughs> yeah, so sometime that week, because that's a Friday. Sometime that week, we'll do a preview show. Yeah. Cool. Okay. All right. Later.